Catherine, thank you so much for joining us. And, you know, you're extremely funny. I love that you're Canadian as well. And I love when you're on the show. So Catherine Ryan, thank you so much for joining us on Weekend Breakfast on Today FM. Thank you. Where are you from in Canada? I am Kingston, Ontario. Oh, yeah. So we're not far from each other. No. What are You were London, weren't you? No. Oh, worse than London. About 45 minutes worse than London. Um, it's called Sarnia. Yes. I did know that. Sorry. Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, a place I have not been to. Maybe I should go. No need. <laughs> no need. No need. No. But speaking of geography, I wanted to ask you before we talk about the show is uh, Cork. Mm. And then you were recently in Cork for your son's baptism. Is that what you would, is that what you were doing? Yeah. He, he was christened at my family's cathedral for the last 70 years. Um, cathed- what is it? Cathedral, Paris parish. I don't know the right word for what it is. It's St. Joseph's church in Mayfield. And my dad uh, sort of hijacked my tour. I was in Belfast, Dublin, Cork over the, the week. And he said, oh, well, Friday morning in Cork before your show, we'll just christen the baby. And that really snowballed into like a 50 person strong brunch. And it was really lovely actually. And I had my daughter christened in the same church. So it was um, really nice. And it was, a, it was a beautiful day. It's hectic with the tour, but it's a nice way to start the day. No, because I've kind of just stuck because I follow you on Instagram as many yeah. other thousands of people do. And it popped up and I was like, oh my God, she was in Cork. That's it's, I mean, Cork's such a beautiful part of the world. And it's nice that you have that connection and that you kind of yeah. carried on with the tradition. It was lovely. But do you, do you ever read like, and this is only going to be a positive thing now, but what's written about you. Do you ever do that? Do you ever go Catherine Ryan Google? Because Yeah, I, well, I do it because I want to find photos from something. So I will Google like, oh, Catherine Ryan at this place so that I can see the picture so I can tag the dress. And then it will be an article about, you know, there's an article now that keeps saying I'm in a feud with my neighbors over an illegal balcony, which isn't true because I haven't even got neighbors. There are builders who are erecting an illegal balcony. That's true. But I'm not in a feud with anyone about it. Um, so yeah, um, it makes me laugh. It doesn't bother me. What I really love though, this is OK Magazine about what you were wearing uh, in court. Oh. I love this. She sported a sensational blow dry. So sported it. You sported a sensational blow dry. And also your features were enhanced by a glamorous coat of makeup. <laughs> so I feel like that is a bot because they always write a glamorous coat of okay. makeup. And I think they don't pay journalists enough as it is. We know this. So I think what they've done is cut out the middleman and they have some artificial intelligence computer writing these articles. They must. I just thought it was the funniest. Yeah. Most robotic way of describing somebody. <laughs> um, so backstage, it's brilliant. It's wonderful idea. I suppose in many ways, a little bit daring. Will you tell people the concept of the show? It's an access all areas pass to the bit of stand-up that made me want to be a comedian. It's that friendship, the gossip, the nerves, the rivalry, the bare honesty that goes on backstage. And so we've put cameras in the dressing rooms and the makeup rooms. Comedians obviously know that they're there, but they quickly forget that they're there. And comedians are so disarming and honest to a fault anyway. And that's yeah. what I love about them. They leapfrog over the small talk. They get to the big issues. They're so funny, but in such a different way. And especially when you get them together, I just, I love watching everyone's very different process. I think it's a great show if you want to get to know what's Frankie Boyle like when he's not on stage. How does he prepare for his show? But then you also get a little insight and in what it takes to be a comedian, how they refine their material, how different everyone is. 
And um, it's just such an insight that they captured so beautifully at Prime Video. I just can't believe how good it really is. It really does. Like it's seamless. It really is. But what, as you know, people who go to comedy shows and we assume that, you know, obviously the best and it is the best you're providing when you're on stage, but that it's sacred behind stage. So the fact that we were getting this insight to me, like as a, you know, observer, I'm like, that's kind of risky, but it works. Oh, well, I think some comedians were trepidatious about it. They thought, what does that mean? Like a reality show, like yeah. Kardashians meets Live at the Apollo. What is that? There are cameras in my dressing room. A few of them didn't really know the intention behind it, the agenda. And okay. I spoke to them and I said, no, it's nothing weird to catch you out at all. It's just, I think the podcast culture has helped pave the way for some of this because comedians have become more comfortable just talking, being themselves in long form mm. chat rather than, you know, joke, punchline, setup. And um, everyone who came on, just they're all so different. Every episode is a different lineup. And that's what I love about it. You know, you can choose your favorite and start with that episode. Sue Perkins returns to stand up after 15 years. And amazing. It's amazing to me to hear how nervous she actually gets before going on. But then she also tells some very blue stories that you would never, ever see on Bake Off. So yeah, exactly. very interesting. Yeah, exactly. I love though that something that was picked up about it um, was the the writing process because we we get the end result, like we get the jo mm -hmm. jokes, the punchline. So the fact that you were willing to film yourself and a writer, you know, writing the the gags, I think is yeah. is also kind of brave. Well, I'm very um, very transparent about the writing process. I always credit my good friend, Jeff Norcott, who writes with me sometimes. He doesn't write my tours and my stand-up, but sometimes when I'm doing loads of TV, he'll come in to talk about the news or talk about the subjects and we'll bounce ideas off each other. And we do a little bit of roast comedy before the acts go on. And I wanted to do that in situ on the day. And he pitches some jokes to me. His jokes are so funny. Some of them were too far. And then you get to see our little brainstorming process and what actually makes it on stage and how it ends yeah. up making it to stage. So it was, it was really cool. And I, I'm I happy to show that. And I'm happy to credit the people, you know, a lot of work goes into these shows and I don't try to make it seem like, oh, I do it all myself and I don't ask anyone for their advice. No, I have loads of people helping me. I know, but I think that's nice for us to be able to see all of that. Mm -hmm. And you've got like, I mean, the names that I, you know, loved seeing there, Joe Brand, obviously, um, Joanne McNally, we, we look, she's ours. We love of her. Of course. Um, I harass her quite a bit on DMs. I'm like, will you come on this weekend and talk about this? <laughs> she's always very good to get back to me. Sarah Milligan, um, Sarah Pasco as well. Like they're, I mean, I'm, I know I'm mentioning the women. I'd be drawn to them anyway, but it's just. Yeah. Fabulous. Um, something else that I want to ask you, and this is more for, you know, everyone at home, like it's a very family show. It's, a, you know, a lot of people with small children in the household. And something I think would strike a big chord is you've technically gone through motherhood. You have gone through motherhood at two different stages of your life. And I was talking to a friend of mine who is very similar to your situation, had an older child and then a few years later. And she said it was interesting how she approached the second time around so differently. Would you feel you have, or do you think that you're, you consistently, you got it right the first time? <laughs> I definitely got parenting right the first time. My daughter is 13 and I keep waiting for that sass that everyone promises is coming, but she's lovely. And she and I had such a special decade together as just best friends. I always say we were like, you know, two nine-year-olds, but one of us had cellulite and a credit card. We just got to hang out and travel and my career 
uh, was born a few years after Violet was. So she got to really see all of that and experience those things for the first time with me. And we moved from our one bedroom flat to, you know, this family that we have now. And so this time was different because I'm in a happy relationship. I'm married to the love of my life. I've been in love with him since I was 15. So I'm glad that worked out. Um, and I have, a lot more work on though. That's the difference in my parenting now, but I parent by instinct. I don't read any books. I don't do anything. I've always been chill. It, it's different though, to do it in your late thirties than it is to do it new to the country with no support when you're 25. So, I mean, I just can't compare the two, but I miss that time with my daughter. I'm happy to have my son in this big family now, hopefully growing family. But I, I also always try to advocate for the single moms because I was not left or discarded or lonely or sad. I struggled a bit, but those are some of the happiest years of my life. But finally, before I let you go, it's it's going to be a continued success. It's going to be absolutely brilliant. It's going to, as we've just said, it's definitely going to be a few more seasons because there's a lot of comedians out there. But uh, plans to come to Ireland again? I mean, I know the last time was family and private. Well, I just did my tour in Ireland, so yes. I won't be back to do stand-up, I think, for a little while. But I, I always love to come if you'll have me. You're so near. And I get to see all my family, of course. I suppose if I have another baby, obviously, my dad will drag me to St. Joseph's Church. I would like to go there with my husband because it was the, his first time there and he did loads really? of golfing. Yeah. My dad took him to Kinsale and Cove. We stayed at Fota, but I want to take him around Ireland yeah. myself because I was so busy. I didn't get to do anything. I'd love to come for pleasure soon. Yes, you should. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's nice to see you again. Weekend Breakfast with Alison Curtis. Playing the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today.